This is the Freedom Ring. All right, right on time today. Uh, it is Tuesday, August the 30th. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Toledo. That is Bill Spry. Uh, pretty big show today. Uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who is a, as I try to rip my glasses off here, I do not like these new glasses. It's like I can't. Well, you got to put them on. I can't see anything beyond five feet and if I have them on trying to read here I can't see that either so they're almost useless but Dr. Sherry Tenpenny who's uh, been leading the fight and trying to educate the world for that matter about the dangers of the COVID jab and big pharma in general um, is going to be joining us in just a couple of minutes you know in my previous career in 28 years of rock radio I had the uh, privilege of interviewing just about every major rock star in the business, from Ozzy Osbourne, the guys of Metallica, ACDC, Aerosmith, Stone Temple Pilots, the, the list goes on and on. I'm actually more honored to interview Dr. Tenpenny than any of them put together because of what she's doing for humanity. And she's just, uh, she's just a great human being and a uh, complete rock star in my household. But we'll get to her in just a second. Plus the latest from uh, President Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, expanding on her back-to-back swattings. And uh, the quick reality check from the Biden's giant welcome mat known as the southern border. Unbelievable when you hear this complete, uh, this actual story. But uh, I wanted to, before we do anything, talk about inspiration and um, how we should all live to inspire others, to help educate others, to help protect others, to walk as close to Jesus did, um, and to know that right out of the, you know, right out of the shoot, we are not perfect to begin with. But that is no reason not to even start. But it should be the reason you strive even harder to do it. And uh, as the Bible says in Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave or forsake you. I read that, and it means to me, do what you know is right, regardless of the backlash you're going to get from those who don't know what you know yet. Uh, Be the one that blazes the trail. Otherwise, mankind doesn't move forward and remains uneducated, uh, um, and, and the truth remains untold. And to do this, you must rid yourself of fear, just like the Bible says. And uh, someone I know who lives that scripture has become a rock star, like I said, in my household, and has helped educate and inspire us, my wife especially, since we became aware of our, our daughter's uh, food allergies <clears throat> excuse me, and complications stemming from all vaccinations. Um, and she is our special guest today, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. You have no idea what this means to me and my family to have you on the show. You are a complete inspiration. Hello, ma'am. Well, hello, and I still can't see you. <laughs> we were talking about that ahead of time. We're two really good-looking dudes. Just know uh, that. <laughs> all right. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just visualize that. Two really good-looking dudes. I just It looks like your video camera's off. But anyways, good morning, and thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. There is uh, so much. There's so many questions um, that, that I want to ask you because it's so long that I've wanted to have you on the show. Um. But as we go about society and we see people putting the mask, and some people still have the masks on, some are putting them back on because they're, in my opinion, glued too much to the mainstream media and are maybe falling for it again. I want to pretend as if we, I got to kind of step back and because I know so much about you via my wife. Um, she's educated me through you and there's not enough people that know who you are. And that to me is a shame. Uh, those, that, those of us that are plugged in, we know exactly who you are and uh, the, the, the knowledge that you have. Um, there's a handful of questions I, I just want to start with. Um, what do you tell people who are still asleep, believing the media is conveying the truth to them about the jab? What do you tell the person uh, who still believes COVID is comparable to that of AIDS and cancer combined is basically how some people view this. Uh, the person who hasn't caught on to Fauci and the CDC's flip-flopping and backpedaling, what do they need to hear? There's just It just goes on and on. But I, I, I want to start with the first question. What do you tell people who are still asleep, believing the media is conveying the truth to them about this jab? 
Well, you know, most of my life, you know, I've been doing education about vaccines and problems associated with vaccines since September of 2000. So I've been doing this literally for 22 years. And that vaccines are not safe. They, they're not safe. They don't keep you from getting sick. They're not necessary and they absolutely can harm you again and do harm you. And I've been planting those seeds for a long time and I've operated for most of my educational career um, just as an aside, for people that don't know, I mean, I started out, my first career was in emergency medicine. I was the director of a level two trauma center for 12 years in Finley, Ohio. Then I moved to Cleveland in 1996 and opened my holistic integrative cl clinic here. And I'm always proud to say that we've had people from all 50 states and about 18 foreign countries to come here and get well and get off most of their pharmaceutical drugs. We have three doctors two nurse practitioners, two physician's assistants, and a whole bunch of other people that work over there. So, and we're right here in Cleveland, Ohio, and it's always interesting when I'm on interviews because people hear it and they go, I had no idea that she was in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. She's right down the street from me. She's like right over there, you know? So I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. And so I've been doing this for a long time. And, it, and so I've all, almost all, always, at least for the last 15 years, operated from the perspective of the parable of the sower. And for those that don't know the parable of the sower, this it goes the, the 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 short version of it goes like this: you know, the farmer sows seeds. Some seeds fall on rocky soil, and the birds pluck it away. Some seed falls on good soil, but gets choked out by the weeds. Some seeds fall on good soil and start to grow, but gets choked out by the scorching sun. Some seeds fall into good soil and grow up and multiply 10, 30, 100 times. So if you unpack that and boil that down, why that's important is, is only one in four seeds lands on good soil and grows up to bear fruit. Um, and so if it falls on rocky soil, it means that you can have your broadcast. I mean, I did over 600 interviews in 18 months. I mean, I, I did carpet bomb the neighborhood because the Lord kind of told me to do that mm -hmm. between March of 2020 and, and, and December of 21. So in that 18 month period of time, I mean, we we're doing three and four and five, sometimes seven interviews in one day just to warn people to not take these shots. Right. But it fell on rocky soil. A lot of people didn't hear it. They're still wearing masks. They got their double jabs and now they're begging for their boosters. That's the first part of the parable of the sower. The second part is that it got choked out by the weeds. And so, you know, it didn't even the, the it didn't even go into their head. They heard it and everybody said, oh, that's just conspiracy theory nonsense. And oh, that Dr. Tenpenny, she's just a nut. Don't listen to her. So they got choked out by the weeds. Some people took it seriously and they planted the seeds and they started to grow and then their doctors scorched them, their family members scorched them, their adult children scorched them and it withered up and they got their jabs anyways. And then one in four seeds, 25% of your effort falls into good soil. Now you don't know which seed, you don't know which little factoid finally wakes people up. You don't know where the good soil is and you don't and you have zero responsibility. It's not your job to make the seed grow. You have no idea after you planted it if it's going to be one week, one month, one year, 10 years before somebody goes, hmm, yeah, that was right. I paid attention to that. So our job, my job and your job, it has a radio broadcast and all the interviews that I do is to continue to sow seeds. Just keep telling the truth. Vaccines are not safe. They don't keep you from getting sick. They don't lower hospitalization rate. They don't, um, they don't keep you from, um, from dying. And that's why these COVID shots, we call them shots. We don't call them vaccines because the companies have, have conveniently co-opted them into making people think it's a vaccine, which it's not. Right, right. It's a genetic modification technology that's destroying your genetics, destroying your immune system. And anybody that's got at least... Well, you know, the UK data just came out a, a week ago that said that all the people that have died so far have been double boosted. Uh, the majority of the people that have died have been double boosted and at least or double shot and at least one vax, uh, 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 booster. So double shot and at least one booster, two boosters. I mean, the death rate goes through the moon. And so, uh, so our job is to sow seeds. And those people who have gotten the shots, 
I, I've been, people say, I'm so sad. In fact, I just had a conversation this morning with a group of, of friends on a WhatsApp channel, and they were talking about you know, family members that are, that are now dying, and they're, they're getting sick and they're dying. They've had blood clots and heart attacks and strokes. Their cancers that have been in remission are now exploding. Um, and the SADS, the silly diagnosis of sudden adult death syndrome, right. you know, like 20 and 30-somethings that just drop over dead for no reason. Yeah. And the doctors are just perplexed of how this could happen. How coincidental, eh? Yeah, and so they're saying they're so sad, and it's like, here's what, here's what, I mean, it's a harsh message. It's really hard to say. It's a harsh message, but each of those people, you have to look at your friends and family members that have that have had that any shot may do it, but for sure, double shots and at least a booster, that you need to look at them through the lens, through the eyes of they have a terminal disease. And eventually they're going to die. Probably it's, it's, it's whacked years off of their life mm -hmm. and you need to pray for them, pray with them, make sure they know the Lord because you know, their lifespan is short, but eternity is a really long time. And that's why we ask people to please share this broadcast, like, and share it, get the truth out there because you got two guys. We we've said it for years, uh, not, not years, but since we started the, uh, we were in radio both for years and um, it was coming up on a year that I walked away from my 28-year radio career, which I loved. Uh, rock radio was fun. I loved it. And when they presented me, um, the company that owned the radio station, they said, you got to get this shot by such and such date or we have to part ways. I was overcome with the sense of evil. It felt like Nazi Germany. And I, I, I'm perplexed. I'm blown away by the amount of coworkers I had that just, uh, who I thought I knew, that just fell in line, and I go, you're not seeing this? You're not pu putting this together? This this sounds like Hitler. And can you expand a little bit? Uh, the reason I say to please like and share this is so the information isn't just coming from us two knuckleheads. I expand a little bit on what you know about the media not conveying any of the information you just shared. None of those deaths are being reported. And if they do, they do report on a death, they don't give you the reason why. It's just, oh, it's being investigated and you never hear about it again. Well, I want to just finish up the sentence that I was, was saying there is that you need to look at your friends as though they've been diagnosed with a terminal disease. You need to pray with them, pray for them, spend time with them, love them, be kind to them, because when you see them, it may be the, you know, treated as though it's the last time that you're ever going to see them because it very much might be. Right. You know, it's just, um, I mean, the whole idea of, you know, the, the complicit lapdogs and what they've done, and I just opened up Open VAERS, and anybody can go and look at this. It's Open VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, OpenVAERS.com. And there's a, a tab at the top that says uh, under COVID data, there's one that says red boxes. And when you open up the red boxes, what it tells you, and this is collected data up through August the 19th, 1,390,000 reports, 30,000 deaths, 174 hospitalizations, um, almost 10,000 people who had anaphylactic shock, um, Five, almost 5,000 miscarriages, 16,000 heart attacks, almost 52,000 myocarditis and pericarditis, 57,000 people permanently disabled, um, and it goes on and on and on. But here's the thing. I wrote an article. It's on my other site. It's, it's called Vaxter, V-A-X-X-T-E-R. It's also called the Tenpenny Reports. I wrote an article called um, Help Wanted Signs Everywhere, Where Are the Workers? And uh, I think a lot of the workers are dead. I think a lot of, or they're totally disabled. I mean, like this is, this Open Bears has 56,000, 57,000 permanently disabled people that are on disability, which, and the vast majority of those people are somewhere in working age groups, somewhere between the mid, the late 20s to the early 50s. And so everybody I know in the article said, um, you know, help wanted signs, it was called help wanted signs everywhere, where are the workers? They're disabled, they're on disability, or they're dead. I mean, we have, you know, right here, they have 30,000 deaths, and we know that the VAERS data only collects somewhere around 10% of the actual numbers. We know that Steve Kirsch and Ed Dowd have estimated there's 12 million dead people from these shots worldwide and growing every week. There was a report that came out last week, something like 73,000, 7,300 people are dying every week from side effects of these shots. Unbelievable. 
and how that is not the leading story in every newscast on planet Earth, should that not tell you that the media is compromised and how corrupt this whole thing is? It's just... I, I'm I'm blown away by the, the 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 presence of evil, where not only with this with this shot, but the fact that it's going unreported and the masses still haven't caught on to it, and they're they're glued to the media. They're so programmed, it's scary. Some of it, some of it though, I think it's that. You know, it causes such great cognitive dissonance in people. Like you just, and and human beings are hardwired to either be black or white. Right. They don't, don't, don't like, like change. That, and they don't like that gray area in the middle. So that gray area is where that cognitive dissonance is. Like, do I trust? What do I do? I'm afraid. Where does this happen? And that cognitive dissonance. So they have to do something. And if they've gotten a shot. It's much easier to say, oh, all you people trying to say bad things about these shots, you're all crazy, rather than to understand now that we're almost two years into this now, and all these people are dying and being maimed. And I mean, 1,390,000 reports, and we know that that's an underreported statistic. What other drug, vaccine, anything in history have called almost 1.4 million people to be harmed that's still like pushed forward to, and now we're going to get the fifth booster right they're already talking about the fifth booster in quebec i mean it's like people can't it's hard for people to say wow i guess i volunteered to commit suicide i mean i took the suicide shot and it's just a matter of time right. maybe i better get my affairs in order it's like people can't say that and so it's easier to go into denial put your head in the sand and say there's nothing going to happen to me those shots aren't killing anybody. There's nobody. None of those almost um, eight eight hundred ninety-three athletes that have dropped over dead from these shots. The young men and women at the prime of their health and their career and in their very best shape ever just dropped over dead. Oh, it had nothing to do with the shot. That just happens. Those people just drop over like flies all the time. Really? And you know, people say, well, I somebody made me do it. I had to get it. I was forced to do it. No, you weren't. You folded. You folded and got the shot. Well, I had to do it to keep my job. Oh, you know, mean that job that you've been complaining about for the last 20 right. years? That one. Right. It's... Now, or you didn't believe that the Lord was going to provide something better for you because you protected your genetics, you protect, protected your immune system, you protected your family, and you said, Lord, I am not bowing my knee to the pharmacia. I'm not going to take a shot to wipe away my fear. I'm going to take this to the Lord in prayer because when the Bible says more than 300 times, fear not, and God bothers to repeat himself that often, I think it's kind of important. And I was um, actually surprised with my faith because um, I... I've never looked at myself as being an uber religious guy, but as soon as I was presented with this ultimatum, it kicked in and I'm very proud of my faith and the people that I held in high regard with their faith and stepped forward to get the jab for exactly what you said, just to keep the job. I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Where I, I thought you were the big churchgoer. Here I am just the average guy. And I, I is it because the masses, in your opinion, it is my opinion, um, do you think the masses put Jesus in the same category as the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny? Mm, probably. Because That's they can't analogy. sit there and see him shake hands. But my doctor said, and I can shake hands and speak to my doctor, I can't. So where's your faith? And why would you? Why are you putting your faith in a in a product made by felons, in a product that's made by the pharmacia? Because we know pharmaceutical, pharmacy, all of those things. The root the root word of that is the Greek pharmacia, which means sorcerers. The pharmacia are the sorcerers, and all of you know Pfizer and um, Merck and all of them have been. They're convicted felons. They paid billions and billions of dollars in fines. That they knew that these products that they had, not just the shots, but other products, were going to kill me and main people. They paid billions of dollars in in, um, in fines. Why would we trust this shot? And why would we expect this shot? to remove our fear because they used fear as a deadly weapon and people allowed the literal spirit of fear. I mean, the literal evil demonic spirit of fear to get into their head, to get into their heart and take over their thought processes. And now that they've had the shot and now I heard a report yesterday that they're now starting to see early signs of dementia and Alzheimer's in seven and eight year olds. Oh my gosh. 
And, you know, we know that the, the miscarriages, like right here on this, on the bears da on the open bears data, 4,963 uh, miscarriages. I think the real VAERS data, the, the U.S., the federal, um, the VAERS um, database that's monitored by the FDA has over 5,700 um, miscarriages and early fetal demise, meaning that babies just died in the uterus and in the third trimester, just died in it. And, you know, I've talked, Dr. Christian Northrup is a good friend of mine, and I've talked to, to uh, several other OBGYNs that they said that maybe they would see a late-term fetal demise, which would mean like the baby would be like eight or you'd be eight or nine months pregnant, and the baby would die in utero from something other than maybe a cord wrapped around its neck, which that's a little more common than 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 you would think, but that they just died. They might see one of those in their entire career, and now they're seeing multiple in a month and because the mom's got the, the COVID shots in their third trimester. No research, no, it's a complete experiment. The messenger RNA in those shots or the or the these double-stranded DNA in those shots are going into these pregnant mothers who wouldn't even take a Tylenol or an aspirin or drink a glass of wine while they're pregnant because right. something might happen to the baby. Right. They'll get this shot that crosses the placenta that goes in and causes heart disease, heart damage, and multi-organ multi system failure in the fetus in utero. And why are they doing this? Because they hate God. These are their Satanists. They are... They are Luciferians um, who are making these rules. And for whatever reason, the doctors are just goose-stepping and going along like what you referred to, in my opinion, as the Nazi Germany. They're just, you know, they just said, well, we're just we're just doing our job. You know, I got to keep my paycheck. I right. got kids at college. I just do my job. Where's your and soul? I'm just, I'm just like having to inject these kids because I don't know if you heard the interview with Laura Logan a few weeks ago where she was talking about that these um, these uh, globalists, that they are a cult. And that, you know, in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 6, where it talks about, um, you know, how when, when God came to the garden and, and said, you know, Ad, Eve had eaten the apple and gave it to Adam, who turned his back on God and went with his wife, went for another human being. And God came into the garden and said, where, where are, are you? you? And they said, well, we covered ourselves because we were naked. And he said, who told you we're naked? And, and then, you know, finding out that he cursed w women to have painful childbirth, and he cursed Satan, the serpent, and said that there will be enmity between your seed, Satan's seed, and my seed, which would be Jesus. Enmity. And we've heard that Bible verse forever. Right, right. So I did something really unique. I looked up the word enmity. What is the definition of enmity? It means extreme hatred is the definition of that. Extreme hatred. So the Satanists from forever, from the falling ages, from the watchers, from all the things that happened, you know, and the Nephilim and that whole Genesis 6 sort of story, there has been extreme hatred against God from the very beginning. Right. From the very beginning. And so now, how can people, those people who believe that and are Satan worshipers and worship the evil and are part of evil and are psychopaths, how in their warped mind do they, can they most hurt the heart of God by hurting and killing his infant newborn children. The blessing that he's given to a mom and dad, that, that when that mom's egg and that daddy's sperm came together and God went, life. Right. That blessing that happened, how can those cultist Satanists most hurt the heart of God by damaging and killing that life that he just gave? And if you are listening to this, watching this, and you're thinking, oh, here's just another conspiracy theory or this lady's uh, off her rocker, um, look up the names Yuval Harari, Klaus Schwab, re-educate yourself on who you thought was Bill Gates, and tell me if everything that Dr. Sherry Tenpenny just said about Satanism and the cabal and all the above, tell me if they don't fit that very definition. Uh, do you want to elaborate on those three gentlemen right there? I, I failed to call them gentlemen. Yeah, I I don't really, I refer to them as creatures. I think they've already passed over into the transhumanism movement, They are all, which are GMO humans, which means that, you know, Jesus didn't come to the planet to die for machines. He came to buy, to buy, to die and for the souls of human creatures, creations of 
like kind. You know, when, when Noah took all of the animals on the ark, I mean, God gave him a dictum to say, only take those of like kind, which there have been a lot of interpretations about that through the Sumerian text saying that, you know, like kind means non-genetically modified. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why God came to earth and looked around and everything was so evil. And he said, whew, he repented. I mean, the King James Version said, God repented. He was so sorry that he had created humanity and given them free will because they're, it, everything was evil and they had corrupted everything with a lot of people project to say, there's been a lot of books written on that it was genetic modification and that the mythologies of like ham, you know, half human, half goat really happened. And what are we doing? We are seeing that again. I mean, we've got glow in the dark pigs. We've got humanized mice, these mice that are born with human faces. Mm. We are doing the same sort of as in the days of Noah stuff. And that's what they're trying to do with the transhumanism movement, hooking us up to the Internet of Bodies, the Internet of Things. They're injecting, you know, carbon nanotubules and and little robotic things that can assemble, disassemble, reassemble. They're little microchips that are being injected into our bodies so that we can all be hooked up as transhumanism people into the Internet of Bodies as one collective hive, sort of like... Um, Star Wars, where they used to talk about the Borg. You know, we will assimilate you. There's no escaping. And here, that was predictive programming of what they want to do with the entire human race. And they're laying the groundwork of that through these injections on these shots. So, because Haval Harari has already said, you know, we can hack humans. Um, there's no such thing as God. We can all be as God, which is exactly what Nimrod and all the Babylonian mystery school creatures did and tried to do with the Tower of Babel in that time was to be as God. So they're trying to do that again. Here we are in approaching the final hurrah between Satan and Jesus. And we know who wins in the end, but it's going to be a lot of mess, a lot of death, a lot of ugly stuff, as in the days of Noah, until we get to the return of Christ. I uh, failed to loop Anthony Fauci's name into the other three. Uh, and they're all in the same, they're all in the same, uh, they're all in the same tribe. Right. You know, I've said that, you know, we, everybody needs to find their own tribe right now. And that may not be the people that you are, re, are biologically related to. They may be like, they all have the jab. They all think you're crazy. Well, if you don't have the jab and you believe in Jesus and you're trying to do the right thing and you're trying to you know, do things for humanity, that's your tribe. Right. Go find them and associate with them. Um, I believe we're about out of time. Could you quickly, uh, because we're not saying COVID doesn't exist, but it's certainly not comparable to that of AIDS and cancer combined, which was basically how the media presented this whole thing. To me, it's just a, a cold that'll knock the crap out of you. Um, I had it. Um, I know I had it. I didn't get tested for it. I didn't trust the tests. But can you expand and uh, don't fear that it's the jab that we're really against here. It's, it, can you expand on that a little bit, uh, on actual COVID? Well, you know, we've got this genetic modified, genetically modified thing. And whether it's a computer-generated thing or it was something that was made in, the jab, in, in, a, in a lab thing that was released and, um, and maybe activated by, you know, EMFs or 5G, you know, we don't really know. We know that people got sick really sick and we know that some people died there's this big growing contention about do, do viruses exist or if viruses exist does this particular virus exist and in my opinion right now all of that conversation is kind of noise because it doesn't really matter okay people are getting sick from something and it's and if they and the most and the thing they're getting most sick from and dying from are these jabs and the government used fear to make people go and get these jabs, and they used coercion to get the jabs. And so people either did it out of fear, coercion, or convenience. You know, I really want to go on that cruise. I really, and I can only go on a cruise if I get the shot. So oh, I'm going to get the shot. Yep. I really want to go and go to the. I want to go to the baseball game, and I want to go to the House of Blues, and I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. You want to live normally like you did before this jab, and suddenly, why does it make sense to you that you need the jab to live normally again? Exactly. I am. And so the only the only people that are getting sick, really, and dying. Are the people that are that that fell for the lie? You know, the Bible says that the the great deception will be sent, and people will believe the lie and believe the people who are telling them messages that their itchy ears want to hear. 
And we know that the, you know, in Second Second Corinthians, we talk about the temple. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do not defile the the temple of the Holy Spirit, particularly with these jabs. That's irreversible. And so, you know, we listen to those messages from the of the deceivers, the, you know, the Fauci and the Klaus Schwab and the Hararis and Gates and all of their, you know, Burks and all of their ilk. We listen to them because we were in so much fear. They gave a message that our itchy ears wanted to hear that. So instead, we fell for the lie. Um, and people need to treat that like a, a sin. Exactly. It's like they felt they fell for pornography or child trafficking or heroin injections or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the, this whole thing. I, I wrote an article on my Substack. You know, I write two Substacks a week. I write on Saturday. I release one called Eye on the Evidence that I talk about medical literature. And on Sunday, I, I release one called On Walking with God. And the one that and I did my my um, happy hour with Dr. T on Thursday night about this article that I saw that came out of Germany about um, the LGBTQAI plus movement oh wants to add a P for pedophilia, making that normalized, right. and a Z for zoonosis, for having sex with animals, to normalize that. If that's not the presence of the devil, what else is there? Come on. Are you serious? I'm serious. And, you know, and it's... Um, it's disgusting. And it's not just sex with dogs and cats. It's sex with pigs and cows and horses and donkeys and anything that their defiled, uh, decrepit, satanic brains can come with. And who with a functioning brain can look at that, hear that, and go, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we shouldn't uh, ostracize those people. You know, honestly, it's it's a mental illness. It's got to so be. I, so I guess we are normalizing mental illness, I guess. That's what it seems like. Before we uh, part ways, uh, again, I put you on the top shelf of uh, human beings on planet Earth right now, to be honest with you. But my uh, wife, when she was seven years old, she flatlined twice from Gillian Barre. And wow. um, she... Uh, She's the one that spent the last 43 years of her life educating herself. Sorry, get a little choked up on this. Um, because if she didn't survive, I wouldn't have her or my kids. But uh, you are such a blessing to us. And uh, it really it pisses me off when we have people in our inner circle that sit there and watch the television. And they get all their information and they have this... This relative, this friend who spent the last 43 years of her life educating herself and everything you're out there preaching right now. And uh, how she's able to spend the last 15 years of our lives uh, for our teenage daughter who was born with food allergies, drug allergies, asthma, and uh, chemical sensitivities. And my wife, partly because of you has uh, researched other avenues, tweaked my daughter's diet to the point where she's not on one bit of medication. That's awesome. And does not need her, um, her inhaler anymore uh, when she goes to uh, gymnastics practice, where a few years ago she was needing it you know, three, four times a practice. And because of you... And people like you, but mainly you, <laughs> um, you've been a godsend to our family, and uh, you, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words of, of, of what exactly you mean to me and my family, but thank you so much for doing what you're doing, and it's a great honor to have you on our show. Thank you for visiting the Freedom Ring. Well, thank you so much, and thanks for, uh, it was a great discussion. If people want to follow me more, they can find me, all the stuff I do, all my sub stacks and different articles and things like that by going to drtenpenny.com. It's just D-R-T-E-N-P-E-N-N-Y, drtenpenny, just like it sounds, .com. Uh, follow me on Substack, either, um, you know, tenpenny.substack.com or um, tenpennywalkwithgod.substack.com, and um we do a lot. We're super busy. I do five podcasts a week, and you can find all of that stuff and all the links. And if you go to drtenpenny.com, um, take a look at our store, you know, our supplements and our apparel. I love our apparel stuff. And please, while you're there, sign up for our email list, because then that way you can get notifications of all the different things I do. So I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you for being bold.
bold and stepping away from that career and stepping out for God because that's the only thing that matters. Thank you very much. Uh, Critically Thinking with Dr. T and Dr. P. I wanted to make sure I made made mention mention of that podcast as well. Thank you. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, thank you so much. God bless you. And what a what a lady. She is uh, doing great things and... uh, Wow, I can't believe we actually landed her on our show. <laughs> that was awesome. Woo! All right, continuing with the show. Um, like I said, man, I've interviewed every rock star I would, grew up idolizing. And when we got a hold of her. So she's your, was she your first female rock star? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Did I interview Joan Jett? No. Pat Benatar? No. Courtney Love? I wouldn't care about Courtney Love. Um, maybe. That might have been my first female rock star there. But, uh, yeah, please look her up online and share this. Please share this broadcast, regardless of what platform you're getting this from. Please share that. And uh, because that information that that lady right there conveys... She's been shunned by a lot of the medical industry because she's going against the grain. And that's the reason I chose the inspiration at the beginning of the show. She is the very definition of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right, so okay, all right, we're going to wrap up uh, quickly with Donald Trump. Uh, President Trump posted on Truth Social. Quote, so now it comes out conclusively that the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, quote, Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election. He goes on to say that this is massive fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in our country. Remedy, declare the rightful winner or, and this would be the minimal solution, declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately okay all right now, all right now wait a minute no bill wants to weigh in and i go ahead man well you know how i've been we've we've talked about in sara jasara that you have have to give notice before there's an election of at least four months uh and then then you uh basically announce there's going to be a new election and then they basically elect a whole new congress and you know the president and all just all this stuff so I'm asking, why now? Look at the timeline. Look at the timeline. If, if Trump comes back in January of 2023, he can run for six years. Or not, not, I'm sorry. He can finish up he the Biden finish term. Up, yeah, the two years and, and then, then get another four-year right. term. Yeah, Which I would favor. Yeah, is I think everybody would now, including those that I saw holding up the banner that said Democrats for... Trump. Yeah, and then I saw on another show, uh, they quoted Mike Tyson. Uh, not that you want to, you know, base your political decisions on Mike Tyson, but even he has come over. Uh, I, I got to get this before we... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Mike Tyson shares why he turned out... Uh, Mike Tyson shares why he turned from an all-out liberal to a conservative. He says... It, co- I it's common sense. I love it. It's common sense. You just have to pay attention. What's going on in the world right now? You've yeah. got to lean the other way now! Yeah. For the love of humanity. <laughs> it is. It's just so simple. And everything that Dr. Tenpenny just said mm-hmm. about Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, Yuval Harari... Uh, the other guy, um, uh, Klaus Schwab, they are inspiring all this whacked out twistedness that's going on in society. It's all intertwined with the same people. And Mike Tyson is even telling you, vote for Trump. I'm kind of glad I'm at the other edge of my life cycle because if I was just starting out and had to live through all of this, uh, or are they going to see... I know. Are they going to see revelation? Are they going to experience like what life on Earth should be? And here you've been spending the last well, thirty years in a piss bowl. Well, well that's <laughs> that's possible too. You know, they, something's got to happen one way or the other, right? Well, I, I promise you, we'll put a statue up in a park somewhere that says, "This man lived through the hell that you and you don't have to experience today." <laughs> 
spry is worn out. So the the the, the time frame you were saying. Yeah. You know, we're going into September. And there's, what, a two-and-a-half-month window to where we can... Well, and even adding to that, Bo Polney, I watch, you know, Noah, we love Trump. I watch some of the stuff that he presents, and he had Bo Polney on, again, I've spoken about him before, who is saying by September the 24th, something insanely godly, like miracle-wise, is going to happen in 24th. The 24th of September is the deadline. It could happen. He said it could happen before that. He says, I can't tell you what it is, but he said it will be biblical. And he follows all the Christian biblical timelines and studies all these different timelines. And he's right all the time. So September 24th, two and a half months later, would be about, let's see, October, November. It takes us into December. 24th, yeah. October, November, December. Yeah, we'd be in mid-January by then. Well, three-quarters of the way into January by then. So, watch the timeline. I watch it with intrigue. Because, folks, something's got to happen. And that would result in, if it did happen, the, what, 25th Amendment? Um, I don't know. But this whole thing of Trump coming back, that's what I think it's going to result in, what everybody wants. Um, why it's taken so long? Well, ask the normies. Yeah. <laughs> ask them as we smack them around a little bit, you know. Um, and I guess we should address me, right? What's going on with me and the freedom? No one cares about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I actually have a couple more headlines. You want okay, to well, you go ahead. save that for the end? Sure. Okay. Sure. Right. Uh, the Gateway Pundit, to wrap up the Donald Trump thing, uh, not only did the FBI interfere, but they said so did the media, big tech, corrupt politicians, corrupt government workers, and everyone else paid off by George Soros and the deep state. Um, and they say the only remedy for this, as the president says, is either declare the rightful winner or have a redo. Why now? Why is he saying this now? For what you just said. Yep. Uh, Quickly, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene revealed the phone calls to 911 when she was swatted in an attempt on her life last uh, last week, actually. Uh, A lot lot went on while we were (laughs) on hiatus. Yeah. Uh, The hoaxer who tried to kill Greene... Later called the police back after they left Green's home to confess and dare the FBI to come find them. Swatting, she says, is the practice of making a prank phone call to emergency services in an attempt to bring out the, the, the dispatch of a large number of armed police officers. This is evil right here. To a particular yeah. address to kill a believed suspect. This has happened before and resulted in police shooting innocent people. This happened days after MSNBC published an article titled Marjorie Taylor Greene Officially Declares War on the Trans Community. Greene was swatted days later because she wanted to protect American children and ensure that minors cannot be subjected to chemical castration and other life-changing operations by abusive adults who want to alter their gender. Uh, The caller even admitted this to police. Green says, um, they wanted me to be murdered, death by cop. That's what swatting is, and they were doing this in hopes that police would kill me. Is this not the presence of evil? Totally. And these people don't, they don't care. Mm-mm. They have no regard for life. Um, let's see, FBI agent Tim Thiebel, uh opened up. Who opened up the Trump investigation is was escorted from the FBI headquarters, was also the FBI agent in charge of investigating voter fraud and failed to do so. But why was he, uh, like you said before we started the show, why was he escorted for, from the FBI headquarters when he should be their... Yeah, he did a good job. He's like him. their head coach. Yeah. He's their patriot. He's their star player. Yeah. So why why is he out? Something is going on. So you've got that. You've got Biden coming back from vacation after two weeks and nothing scheduled for, well, nothing on his schedule. 
for the first two days. Now, you would think after two weeks on vacation, the president would have a full stack if he was the real president. No, he usually has to take a vacation from his vacation. <laughs> so he doesn't fall off the bikes that he <laughs> yeah. fell off of during yeah. vacation? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he has nothing on his schedule for the first two days anyway. And then Donald Trump has also been unavailable for a couple of weeks. I think three weeks or something like that. Until Something's going on. It's been real quiet. And um, I want to wrap up with... Uh, this re- it's just the headline. It says it all. 4.9 million illegal aliens have crossed the open border into the United States in the first 18 months of the Biden regime, which is roughly the population of Ireland. Ireland has moved in since this guy has been installed as your president. Not a single visit from him. Not a single visit from Kamala. The czar, not a single visit from any of the top from the from the Biden administration, not one in 18 months. That's a year and a half. And Ireland just moved in. They don't give a damn about this country. They could care. They couldn't possibly care less about you. Yep. Which would explain why after all the deaths and everything that Dr. Sherry Tenpenny just told you. The, the real stories and the real numbers about the jab. And yet our current administration still is pushing these things. Ireland just moved in <laughs> and they haven't visited once. They, it doesn't mean squat to them. No. They want complete mayhem here so we kill each other. Why, that, that, combine that with the shots... It's just population control. Everyone stops, starts dying. Then you, and if you're not dying from the jab, you're probably going to die from some third world criminal that was set free from prison that came up from Biden's big welcome mat. Yeah. Share this, ladies and gentlemen. Call us kooks, whatever. Doesn't matter. You can call. I don't even care anymore. I know what we're doing is right. It's an easy way you can and, help to wake people up. And more people know? have to be aware of this. Yeah. I, I, I'm at a loss for words that some people are actually still have their head in the sand. Or they're just worried about the Reds game this weekend. And, <laughs> and uh, which parking lot are we tailgating in? And, uh, hey, man, did you have your fantasy football party? Yeah, I, I got a new defense I want to pick. And tomorrow may never come. While this is all going on, yeah. I'm sorry, your fantasy football, you can stick it, man. Yep. Pro sports in Hollywood, cram it all. We're talking, we're talking humanity here. We're Absolutely. talking the future. And if look a little further down the road, which liberals don't, but anyone watching this, look further down the road. Do it for your grandchildren, great grandchildren, great 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 grandchildren, the ones that you will never meet. Do it for them. Yep. Do it for this country, for love of this country. Future generations, you know. <sighs> okay, so how you doing? <sighs> well, I, uh, I'm getting a little better. I uh, feel a little bit better this morning. This has been really bad, man. I'm convinced you had COVID. No way. I, I will never admit that COVID is even real. I just don't believe it. I believe, like Sherry Tenpenny... <clears throat> Said she didn't know if it was created through a computer. She said she didn't know where it came from. It does exist. Yeah, it exists. It, yeah, okay, it does exist. And I'm but convinced. I don't believe it as a virus. I well, how do I say it? I believe it's digital experience that was dreamed up in the computer. Yeah, but that doesn't make make it impossible for Bill Spry to catch. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> you just don't, you just don't want to admit. When, look, when you see not admit that's the wrong word. When when you see the flu numbers disappear, and COVID takes their place, that was just a common boost, sense. That was just to boost the paranoia that the media pushed down, saying, "Oh, the severity of COVID." That's common sense. Yeah, but the fact that it resulted from a lab. Which I don't it, believe any of which, it. Which it did. I believe it resulted from a lab. I believe it uh, was completely man-made. 
it's not a natural virus that's out there. It wasn't, but I believe you caught it because what you described to me is what I caught or what the symptoms I had was it earlier this year, late last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a cold. It was a combination of the cold and the flu combined a little bit more intense, a little bit more lethargic for Very maybe lethargic, no energy, three man, or just... four days. And here you're going on two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, three weeks almost. Yeah. I, uh, I was coughing up for months, cough, hacking stuff up. Um, did I take the test? Nah, cause I didn't think it was, it's like, you know what, from all the signs of the people that tell me that they've already had it, man, eh, this is it. Well, in my case, it did come from China. He's married to a Chinese lady. Well, and she went out with a Chinese girlfriend and came back home. Oh. Came back home, and maybe she was part of the plot. We got to take down that spry. Did they have bat that <laughs> night for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But, ooh, uh, ooh, Bill, I got leftover uh, bat. <laughs> you want? You want some bat fried rice? <laughs> So we went. Is she up. listening? By the way, down the hall. No, she's she's not here. Otherwise, she she'd be in here with uh, nunchucks. <laughs> but uh, you mess around wrong world. Well, we went to the chiropractor, and he's a buddy of mine, and and uh, he has tests there. So he gave her the test because I I, I was feeling fine at Crammed that point. Crammed the Q-tip up her nose. Yeah, he did. In Are fact, you serious? Yeah, he did. Not, you know, didn't like that too much. But anyway, uh, she didn't have it. And I know I got it from her. So that's why I don't think I, I've got it. Um, but well, I know do I the, don't have it because... Do the tests work, though? I mean... Who knows? Exactly. Man. Exactly. Who, so who just the heck forget knows? the test. It's the flu, man. It, it's, it's another flu. form it's of the flu. A, it's something. It's definitely nothing to shut the world down over, right? Yeah. Okay, we agree there. Yeah. Your symptoms matched my symptoms. I'm convinced I had it because I, I don't screw the test. It, whatever. You know, I'm, I take my vitamins. I breathe fresh air. Well, I stay I active. Yeah. You do too. Yeah. Which surprised me when I started getting sick because I was looking at Nene and I said, "You remember all these times I, at night I come to her with, with these pills, you know, the, the the vitamins." I'm like, "Here, honey, take these." And then the next day I wake up and I see a pile of all these more pills that she's she not taking any of them. She's not taking them, <laughs> and so here I am saying, "You see, are you going to start taking your pills or not? Look how sick you are." And then I get sick, you know. All I've been doing is taking them and taking. She put them. a curse on you. She did. She man. stood over you and went, "Ooh." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so. so basically, uh, you had too much on your plate. Let's get to the. Yeah, you know, I think the the sickness was a wake up call, and uh, you know, I, I'm responsible for two full powered stations, FM radio stations. Here in uh, the Cincinnati tri-state area, they're non-commercial stations, and it's a, it's a big responsibility. But then there's three other ones that I manage, so that combined with things that other things that I I'm responsible for that I I wouldn't even bring up here. Well, you're in transition. Uh, He's transitioning, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. and the yeah, uh, the see, female hormones are kicking in. You see that color there, that purple? Yeah. It all it all started when you gave me that can of. Purple hairspray. Yeah, like and Mama's it kinda, family. It kind of took a different direction than, yeah. what, than what I thought it would. You like your new boobs, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't leave the house anymore. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I love them. <laughs> uh, no, actually, Bill is going to be stepping back from the show. Yeah. You want to elaborate? I mean, like you just said, you had you have too much on your plate. Way too much on my plate, and it's affecting everything that I do. Uh, everything that I do, I'm half-assing. I'm like, you know, and I, uh, it, it's turned into a humongous <clears throat> responsibility. This show, um, and the negativity that uh, the the rabbit holes that we have to live in, yeah, um, to get all this information and weed through it because some of the stories, you know, just maybe aren't as important yet as other stories and but you you still have them on your mind and the world especially with not being exposed by the mainstream media the world is a really dark place right now and if you're an avid you know viewer listener of the show you already know that because that's what we share on this show is spreading the truth but um 
it's it's weighed on Bill and uh before we end today's broadcast, uh, we are, by the way, the Freedom Ring is going to continue in a different form. My wife is going to be uh, my new co-host, and um, she's basically my best friend. She's my bi- biggest cheering section, and she uh, you've talked to her. Oh, yeah. And it's the show is really not going to change much mm-hmm. um, because she shares our views and our opinions. Obviously, I wouldn't be married to her. I, I don't understand how people can marry someone with completely different oh. political views. That has just got to be a lifetime of misery. But my my wife is basically the less sarcastic version of me with boobs. <laughs> you know? And... Uh, so the show's not going to change much, but I uh, I personally want to thank you because there's a reason that after I walked away from the radio station and I was still all this time that we've been doing the show, been trying to figure out why did God put Bill in my life? It was such an awkward introduction to each other. And it was obviously to launch this because I didn't know the first thing about actually launching a real podcast and Nor doing did it. I. <laughs> but you Nor had all the all, you had the radio station here. Yeah, you right. had all the gadgetry and the, the 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 engineering side of everything. And I can I tend to figure things out whether I want to or not. Right? Are you saying I can't? No, I can't. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, there's a reason God brought us together, and absolutely, it, it was obviously to launch this and help me get it boosted. So I want to thank you for everything that you've done for me. Well, and for me, it was all about when we started. It was all about um, waking the help, getting the people up to see what's going on. Yeah, and I hope that we did that, uh, and I hope that you won't uh, just. Um, look for this show that you'll start doing your own research um in addition with this show and all the other truthers that are out there start digging getting some answers and share all this information that you find with your friends and family and uh, do your part to help wake people up you know yeah don't just be complacent and oh whatever the whatever the newspaper or website or dummies on the tv are saying oh Mm. just roll with that no 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 if something like search for the truth triggers you and say wait puts a little question mark in your noggin dig yeah and don't go to google to dig yeah don't go to do google ever for anything really just eliminate google there's a new one by the way it's called free spoken i think it's it's either free spoke or free spoken it's a new search engine that's completely clean and uh, it's it? free Dan's, spoke. I think it's free spoke. Dan Scavino was promoting it. I I, I'm still having good luck with DuckDuckGo, even though some people are starting to. Uh, I just kind of stay away from them now. When I hear that they fell, I'm like gone. Yeah, I don't want to trust them. You know. I did a. Uh, oh, actually, I did a, some research on Doctor just for my own entertainment purposes. Uh, when I was putting the interview together for Doctor Sherry Tenpenny, I went to Google. The only, she's been ostracized from the entire uh, medical industry and anything mainstream. And so that tells you right there that everything she's saying is legit because they won't even allow her views or her videos or links or anything to do with her. They, they've completely eliminated they block her. her. Right. So that, that, that is the biggest sign. If you can't find something, I wonder if that's true. Go to Google if, they, if it's the worst they're going to say, or the best that they're going to say, is this is just another conspiracy theory. If they say that, or you can't find it at all through Google, you know it's, it's true. true. It, yep. Just just, just know that. And they're so stupid, they don't realize that their whole system has done that. It's showing people the truth, just not in the way that they... And people, are, and people have already caught on. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, I, all, all I could do is get videos of people talking her down. It's like, wait, 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 you won't put you won't put a single video of her defending herself, not one, which reminds me of the January 6th committee, the committee hearings where you've got this side of the story, but no one from the opposite side to represent the defense. How how much you're just basically waving a flag saying, oh, we're lying our asses off. (laughs) Exactly. None of this is true. Can you tell? Yeah. 
But so. you better believe it. All right, well, we only live a couple miles apart, so uh, Bill's not going to disappear from planet Earth. No. Just yeah. taking, uh, just leaving the, leaving the show, but you'll still join us, right? Sure. Yeah. Especially if I can't figure out how the mics work and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. The screen's yeah. not turning, Bill! <laughs> so, uh, hey, thank you for helping me launch this. Um, we're going to take it to uh, new levels. and um, But if it didn't start with everything that you provide in this room right here and your knowledge of... Well, every- and if you ever need a good conspiracy or anything, oh. hey, you know where to find I me. got you on speed dial, brother. <laughs> All right, for the last time, officially, that is Bill. I'm Matt. This is the Freedom Ring. Have a good rest of your day. We'll be back, by the way, probably in the next week or so. We're going to get the new studio up and running. We're going to get... Uh, reorganized. Reorganized. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, But thank you to, to Bill Spry here. He was uh, the reason that this is launching, and we're going to take it further on down the road, so... This is the Freedom Ring. Have a uh, good rest of your day. Be good to each other. Say a prayer for the country and the world. We'll talk to you soon. Later. See you.